and welcome to episode 8 of the Cisco Security Podcast by TD Sedex. My name is Cody Hewitt. I'm the Cisco Security Business Development Manager here at TD Sedex. In this episode, we'll be discussing Thousand Eyes. Today, I'm joined by Ed and Vijay. Hey there, guys. My name's Ed Dixon. I'm the Security Partner Account Manager, and I'm here to ask some silly questions that Vijay will most likely know. Thank you, Ed, and thank you, Connor. Appreciate that. So good afternoon, good morning, um, and good evening, whatever time this is going to go out at. But, uh, so I'm Vijay. I'm the, the channel account manager for Thousand Eyes here at uh, Cisco. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, let's jump straight into it. Um, so what is Thousand Eyes, and how does it work? Yeah, we'll keep this short and sweet, obviously, the lack of time. So, so, so foremost, and, and, and right at the beginning, it's known as what we call an NPM, so Network Performance Monitoring Tool. Um, and in, in a nutshell, it... Uh, it provides visibility for network operators, network managers uh, of the um, the SaaS-based applications that each one of those employees are trying to connect to across the internet. And when the connection is broken, it very it very quickly identifies between the domain and the device and where and the target URL where the actual link is actually broken and who the responsible party is. Typically, usually the third parties, service providers as well. So yeah, keeping it really short and sweet. Network performance monitoring tool across the internet. Perfect. So I've seen that the demo for this it, it is very interesting when you can see and you can kind of pick out where the problem is. You know, I think one of the, the, the examples you've shown or shown to me before, VJ, was you speak to a, a, one of your, your IT provider and they're complaining about the fact that the internet isn't working and you can tell them exactly where where the issue is when they when they turn around and say it's not our fault <laughs> absolutely yeah so so one of the you know there's there's lots of sort of acronyms that bounce around so mtti so mean times to innocence uh mean times to recovery are kind of some of the formal terminologies that you may come across or some of our customers will come across but basically mean times to innocence is really identifying the quick you know the, the issue very very quickly and getting that connection back up and running so the employees can start doing their day job sort of thing and every time you know, as, as our customers move more and more into a SaaS-based cloud-first strategy, you know, the internet now becomes even more relevant. So they're from a, from a network perspective, you know, that LAN is now extended out in, into the wide area network, although, yes, wide area network is responsible by the service providers. What Thousand Eyes gives the network operators and network people is, is now a bit more control over what's actually traversing across that infrastructure. And if there's a problem, then they themselves can actually now start to do root cause analysis instead of waiting for a third party like the service provider to then kind of establish where the problem is. And that could take a couple of hours and in some cases, a couple of days. In some cases, I've seen issues, you know, traversing over a week period. This way with thousand eyes, but traversing, you know, by doing a synthetic test across the internet between domain and target URL, the, the, the actual network teams can actually now very quickly identify where the issue sits rather than waiting for a third party to come through. So I guess the easiest way to describe it, the way I call it, is the Google Maps of the internet, right? So you take Google Maps as an example, you punch your destination address and you start driving, you go halfway up the road and the blue line turns into a red. So you get a couple of different options at that one point. You get the option to change the route. Do you want to you know, uh, divert to a different route? But if you stay on the route, you can actually scroll a little bit further up on the, um, on, on the Google Maps and, and Google Maps will pinpoint exactly where the actual issue sits, right? So it doesn't it doesn't only just tell you that it's traffic, but it says, right, at junction at junction 12 and at junction 17, guess what? The accident there's an accident at junction 17. So if you think about that principality that you know when we go ww dot across our you know laptops and we try and connect to a SaaS-based environment, that's what we're doing. We're going across a highway, typically, albeit a digital highway, and we get into a location that we want to try and access to. We typically, you know, Azure or AWS. 
And then if that link is broken, it tells you where the link's actually broken. That's the beauty about Thousand Eyes. That's a really good way of thinking about it. I don't think I've, I've thought about it like the, the map, map analogy before, but yeah, it definitely makes it a, a lot more simple trying to understand it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I suppose the next the next thing probably is jump into is the licensing side of it because yeah, there's, there's a few different versions of it, isn't there? And, and yeah. How it, how it how it's licensed and where it currently fits or where it's already licensed as part of other bits of Cisco um, that kind of customers might not be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll cover two aspects of the licensing, how we actually do the pricing matrix, and also where the integration is happening across the Cisco portfolio. And of course, obviously, it's, you know, because it's got its own operating system, it's not totally dependent on a Cisco IOS to run thousand nights, right? Which is the key point. So a lot of our customers, not all of them, obviously, Cisco, they'll have a, a, a mixture of, of hardware infrastructure on the network side. Thousand Eyes were very, very complementary to that particular scenario as well. So licensing, three three basic licenses. Um, we have what we call the cloud agent, the enterprise agent, and the actual device agent. Um, the cloud agent is typically um, what we call the outside in view. So if you're an e-commerce website, you're a, a banking application site, where customers are coming in to consume your infrastructure, consume your, your website to do what they need to do. If those domains or those customers' areas that can't get to your website, you can actually run a synthetic test between the domain area that's affected back into your website and very quickly establish exactly what's like going on. And that's using our our cloud agents that have been installed in probably just about every major service provider around the world or any major pop. And they jump on that point back into your website and they'll very quickly then give you a root cause analysis of what's actually happening between that particularly affected area. And, and why they can't get to your to your website. So that's the cloud agents. You're not actually physically buying anything. You're actually consuming a series of tests at that stage. <clears throat> Excuse me. The the second one is the enterprise agent, which is typically the domain. So if you've got multiple offices, multiple locations, multiple VPN sort of uh, termination points, then you typically will install a license at each one of those domains or each one of those locations, point to the specific URLs you want to you want to monitor, and then that particular site will then actually be able to then establish if there's a break in the connection between the site and target URL, you can very, very quickly do that. So you'd actually physically install a license in the actual specific domain you want to then go and monitor from. And I guess the last bit is obviously the end user side or the client side. If you've got some critical users, if you've got um, you know people that need to be connected and if they can't connect, the impact could be quite severe. Then the last agent is actually physically installing it onto the employee's laptop tablet device depending on what they use to connect to the internet and then from there if they get an issue if they can't connect to a specific uh specific uh url then we could do a report analysis from the laptop no matter where they are on the one long as they've got an internet connection obviously all the way across to you know to the actual target url and, and establish quickly where the link is broken so that's kind of the licensing model how do we do it we send out a synthetic test so what we do every time we we the, the dashboard is based on 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 bringing back the information by sending out a synthetic test. So we'll say, listen, if we say an example, kind of you're in TD, TD Cynics at the moment, you're accessing your CRM, which is maybe Microsoft Dynamics, obviously Dynamics is sitting somewhere else in the cloud. Uh, in TD Cynics, obviously you log into your, um, your your TD Cynics environment. From there, we put the license in, we point it out to, t to, to um, Microsoft Dynamics. And every time you then try to connect, we'll send a test out to make sure that link between domain, TD Cynics, and uh, Microsoft Dynamics is up and running. So the frequency of that testing will then determine the, 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 the pricing matrix you want to start to do. So depending on the severity of the connection, it's either every minute, every five minutes, every 10 minutes, every 20 minutes, depending on the severity of that connection, we'll then start to generate the number of units that required 
to then maintain that particular functionality. So that's the that test process is the bit that actually brings back the information on the dashboard and tells you, yes, the link is up and it's live, or no, the link is broken. And here, by the way, is where the link is actually specifically broken. And it gives you that in a, in a, in a very live dashboard environment. So typically, so licensing, three licenses of three agents, um, inside out, outside in, and of course, it's done on the number of tests and the number of, of URLs you want to monitor. So that's typically where you start the pricing. Perfect. Um, is it included in any of the existing secure uh, in, uh, existing Cisco portfolio as it as it is? So that's a good point, actually. So I did mention I was going to do the integration piece. So the integration is a great, and that's a great segue into where where Thousand Lines is now applicable in both the Cisco portfolio and obviously you know the, the world outside of Cisco. So um, it's integrated now into the Meraki MX product. So the, the security product that uh, that Meraki do is now available through that functionality. So you can now start doing root cause analysis on the security product depending on where you are in the in the Meraki world. Um, it is now in the WebEx Room OS solution as well. So you can now install a piece of uh, Thousandize agent on our conferencing room kits. And of course, if there's you know if there's an issue with conferencing, they can't do you know remote locations. Uh, IT people can log into that specific device and do a root cause analysis from the actual device all the way back out to WebEx. Um, it's going to our SASE platform as well. So clearly, there's a, there's an integration happening with SASE. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure Ed will back me up on this. It's going into the secure portfolio as well. So that has security, sort of secure, or was it secure connect? Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not completely up to date, but uh, Ed, if, yes. if I'm wrong, it, that, if it's secure it, connect, yeah. It is It is secure connect and secure access. Right. Um, there you go. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so it's getting integrated into that as well. And I guess the last bit is the install base that we've got already out there with our Customers who are running Catalyst 9300, and this is quite specific, 9300 and 9400 with DNA Advantage. If they've got that combination, then there is one enterprise license already embedded in the switch. And what I found over, over the last sort of six months, a lot of our customers who got the DNA Advantage clearly are not aware that they've actually got yeah. an agent installed in their uh, embedded license, which they've already paid for, by the way. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, it's like, oh, yeah, we'll take that license and we'll, we'll continue to make sure the switch is working. That's what we want. But the actual capability is actually built into the switch. So you can actually run a thousand nice test from the switch and do a POV. It's almost a ready-made POV that the customer can try out and just see the value of what thousand nice can bring to them when it comes to connectivity across the internet. Well, I suppose it's good to share anyway. So, so the, if any customers, like you say, that probably aren't aware that it's, it's part of certain product sets and product portfolios yeah. already. It's definitely worth them uh, looking at it and seeing seeing how to use it from there. Um, we've probably yeah. moved on to the ne the next section for me. That is, see, Thousand Eyes is quite a, um, a unique product in how it works. So, are there any competitors that do something similar? And how does Thousand Eyes do differently to maybe some some of the other place in the market? Absolutely. Uh, was that for me? Or was that for Ed? Sorry, I, I'm assuming that's for me, right? Either all. Yeah, yeah VJ. Yeah, if you want to cover that off. I could, I could cover the thousand nice piece of, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, look, you know, every, every product out there will have a competitor, right? Uh, it really, I guess it depends on the the ability of what that competitor product does compared to what thousand eyes does. And, uh, you know, there's a reason why Cisco bought thousand eyes and not a another competitor, right? Because of the, uh, I guess, from my understanding, the granularity it, it has, the scope it has, and the number of agents we've got installed on the on the service provider world out there, right? We've got plenty, you know, we started doing this, or thousand eyes started doing this many years ago to install the visibility on all our service, uh, service providers' infrastructure on the outside, obviously. 
that gives us a really, really good view of what's actually traversing across the internet at any one given time. So it's a great way of understanding how much traffic is traversing at any one given time. Um, and I guess that the speed and the ease of deploying Thousand makes us a little bit more, uh, a little bit more flexible. Um, at competition, there are a couple that I can think of straight away. Zscaler is one of them. I think Live Action is another one that comes to mind. They do something similar. Yeah, I'm not saying that they can't give you network visibility, and they will say they'll give you that level of visibility. But like like all products, we've obviously got some you know many battle cards, and we can should we say challenge some of those statements that they put out there and and say well okay why thousand eyes compared to why are competitors. So yes, there is Zscaler and, and, and Live Action, the two ones that I've definitely come across. I'm sure there are plenty out there. That I've not come across, but they're the ones I've come to seem to see a lot more in the partner community. Perfect. Um, I suppose that they're getting into the, the bits of kind of where account managers probably see most value in this kind of stuff is what kind of typical use cases and sectors. Um, yeah, do you reckon thousand? That's probably best suited to. Just so obviously the guys that listen to this can obviously then go and take it to the customer base. They might they might go, you know, what that that, is, that might be a good fit for them. Absolutely. So, so look, I'm, I'm going to keep this really short and sweet. Just, just about any customer that's got a SaaS-based environment that they're connected to, and I think Microsoft has, has done us a favour by putting everything in the cloud. You know, clearly, you know that, that that's the customer that's actually going to be applicable to thousand eyes. Now, it really goes down to the severity of how important that connection is to that particular customer, within determine how quick you know how important thousands would become right it may be that the customer's quite happy you know waiting for three or four hours for their service provider to then fix the issue and then and thousand is not applicable but if you think about the, the world of finance you think about the world of you know health especially health in most health environments actually use a third-party application to get all their patient records you know the, you know operations don't go ahead until they can access the patient record to make sure they've got the right blood set whatever etc cetera, etc cetera. you know those critical scenarios if they can't access that that particular you know SaaS based application they won't go ahead and actually do the operation like you talk about finance you know, from the outside in view, a banking application goes down, an e-commerce website goes down, customers can't communicate. You take the gaming world. If any one of their websites actually go down, they start to lose millions in the betting world, right? You think about amount of customers who are using the applications to, to place bets on a regular basis, especially the in-play ones. So anywhere where there's a connectivity where the, 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 the customer is using a SaaS-based environment, typically AWS or Azure, and the applications are hosted in that environment, ThousandEyes will be applicable because they're, they're having to traverse across this thing called the internet. And if that breaks, then they need to fix that break very quickly. What we can do is help those customers to identify that break quickly and then apply the fix. And we're not the fix. What we are is the root cause analysis. Right? We find the issue typically quicker than most other manufacturers out there, in minutes rather than hours. And that's in control of, of the actual, you know, the, the company themselves. So it yeah. gives that that blind spot that we call the, the internet no longer is the blind spot. It's now part of your infrastructure. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a very interesting tool. Like I say, most kind of companies have gone for this whole kind of world shrinking thing where everyone's got something or someone potentially working, probably most in the UK, but they might have IT or something being managed from somewhere in the States. Yeah. Obviously, that goes offline a few hours before they wake up, you've got four or five hours downtime. Yeah. You can then turn around and go, but this is where the issue is. We can fix it four or five hours before, then you're saving yourself an absolute fortune. There is a number, I can, I can shout a number. The, the, I think last year's figure, I think it was 23, 23 or 2022, the, the, the cost of downtime on a global scale was $700 billion. Okay, now the cost, that, that's one cost, and 70% of that downtime uh, cost was associated to third-party environments. It wasn't the customer's domains, right? So what I mean by third party, 
well, who is it? It's your service providers, it's your CDN providers, it's your you know, DDoS mitigation service providers. Basically, everybody outside your domain of that 700 billion, 70% of that, that downtime cost was associated with service providers. That's a big lot of money, right? 700 billion costing customers downtime. That's hurtful. That's, yeah, that's a, a crazy figure, <laughs> crazy yeah. figure. Yeah, and it leads it it leads nicely into the into the next and last question around uh, obviously around the, the financial side. So, the what what would you kind of say is the typical kind of deal size around thousand yeah. guys? What is typical value? So yeah, roughly? absolutely. Yeah, I can walk through that. So typically, the best way to get this done is just to do a POV with the customer. Right, let us get involved. I've got a team of people behind me. You're not alone in this 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 concept. You know, don't think as a you know. You know, a partner I am trying to talk about thousand eyes. I have got a ton of resourcing uh, information that I can give to the AMs from the from a prospecting perspective. But number two, I've also got you know, like Cisco thousand eyes AMs who would actually then pick up that opportunity with the AM in the partner community and work with them all the way through to almost closure, build the bill of materials, help them navigate through that, uh, including the POV, showing this product to the customer is the best way to get an answer, right? As much as you could talk about it and show the dashboard, until you actually put it in their real environment, that will be the way to do it. A typical POV can last around three to four weeks, depending on how much infrastructure, how much traffic is traversing across each domain. That's typically one point. And then depending on the number of URLs they want to monitor and how frequently they want to do the testing, you know, the deal sizes can vary from anything from about ten, fifteen thousand dollars list price all the way up to, you know, averages around thirty to forty thousand dollars, right? Which, you know, again lists, right? So you know, it's not a massive amount that gives you this level of visibility. Mm-hmm. And they'll go up to about hundred and fifty to two hundred or thousand dollars as well, right? So it's quite a, a quite a broad spectrum of, of, of value sizes. But I'd say if you're looking at an average number, probably about thirty or thousand dollars list yes. is typically the deal size you're gonna see. So if you could you compare that to the amount of money you'd potentially lose if your network were to go down for X amount of hours, it amounts to peanuts, really, doesn't it? And that's the bit you've got to converse to the customer, right? Because the first thing you can say, how much does that cost? Well, hold on, how much time does your engineer need to take away from his day job to then allocate himself to trying to figure out what the hell's going on between your world and the target you're already trying to get to? Well, actually, it's a good point, actually. So the cost there is, is what you're going to lose, which is not always measurable, but it's time, isn't it, right? Yeah. Whereas a $30,000 per annum, by the way, that is, that's not a, you know, a monthly figure, that's a per annum number, a 12-month subscription, you know, you probably pay for itself within a couple of months, right? So your ROI could be as little as two, three months. And all you've got to do is find one incident and track down the incident and track it and say, oh, yeah, thousand nice big deal. It's actually level three. That's where the issue sits. Bang. You, you, you've almost paid for it, right? Yeah. <laughs> nice and simple. Yeah, exactly. So it's, 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 it is, just remember, it's the value conversation we need to have with the customers, right? It, this is quite unique. It's quite new to a lot of customers. Um, and, and everyone I've actually spoken to so far from a customer perspective, they've all been really like, wow, okay, that's interesting. We need to have a look at it in more detail. So yeah, great conversation to have. And it's one of those ones when it comes to pricing, if they're already an existing uh, firewall customer of ours at Cisco, Rolling, uh, rolling thousand eyes alongside a firewall deal into an enterprise yeah. agreement is incredibly easy to do and very cost effective. Absolutely, EAs is the way forward, clearly, and you can roll in this this product into the EAs like there's no tomorrow. It's a uh, it's a small amount, but what it does for the customers is a quite mm. a large amount, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, thanks thanks very much for that, VJ. It's been oh, very helpful. I say if, if any of the people listening haven't seen a demo from VJ or want to get in touch with him, it's definitely worth getting getting him in um to go through it because the, the visibility and what it what it shows on the demo is fantastic. Um but yeah, thank you all for listening and uh we'll see you in the next one. Look forward to it. Thanks, Connor. Cheers, Ed. Cheers. It was a pleasure. All the best guys. Take care. Cheers, Bye. lads.